0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Across Line Podcast. My name is Liam Mickle. I'm David Peters. And today we have the week five, not recap, we got our week five preview coming up for you. First off, David, you wanted to tell them the first
1: game. Oh, So Thursday night is uh, Colts at Broncos. Who you got on this one? Uh, I'm taking the uh, Broncos.
0: Broncos. I'm going to go with the Colts on this one. I, I got a feeling that Jonathan Taylor. This is one of the games that he's going to go off against this Broncos defense. Oh,
1: uh, Jonathan Taylor is uh, they He might be doubtful this week, hmm. so he's that toe injury. Uh, so. Toe injury. Uh, he might. We don't he, know yet. He's probably going to play. If I had, if I had to guess. Yeah, so, so I have him down as questionable, but we'll see hmm. tomorrow night if he plays or not.
0: I hope that he does. And then you also got Matt Ryan. You know, he's he's kind of piecing it together. You know, they were unable to win against the Titans last week. But, you know, the in-division in games are always tough, playing at home. Now you're on the road, so you're kind of more the underdogs. And, you know, they're four-point favorites to lose to the Broncos. And, yeah, before we go into the Sunday night game we'll, or the Sunday games, we're going to be going over our power rankings. David, let's uh, kind of describe who our fifth We Every week we do our top five teams in the NFL, and so we'll start off with our number five. Who, who do you have for number five?
1: David? The Baltimore Ravens. Okay. They lost to the Bills, but, you know, they're still a great team, and I have the Bills in my top five, too, so. Okay, and I then I, I, the have, I,
0: have, I have the Packers, so they are three and one. You know, they lost week one to the, to the Vikings, but, you know, I'm going to have them – they beaten the Bucs, and then they just beat the Patriots. Now, I know they lost in overtime, but, you know, win's a win. And, you know, playing not in that super strong of a division. So, you yeah. know, they can very easily, I mean, minus the loss of the Vikings, they could go 5-1 or 4-2 and two in this division mm-hmm. and still win it. So, all right, who's your number four? And then we'll kind of discuss who my number four is.
1: Oh, my number four is the uh, Miami Dolphins. Okay,
0: and then mine is the Minnesota Vikings. So, again, I have, they have the tiebreaker over – over the Vikings, or over the Packers, because, you know, they beat them week one. They look pretty solid. You know, playing in London is always tough. And, you know, again, they barely beat the Saints on a 61-yard missed field goal, which would have sent it to overtime. But, you know, Kirk Cousins starting to get Justin Jefferson going after two, two weeks where he kind of
1: got clamped up. So that's a good sign for the Vikings. How about you? So when it comes to the Dolphins, they, they're they still a great team. I, I think they win with Tua stays in. But he uh.
0: – I don't I don't think I have them in my top five for the reason that two is out for this game. I, I don't think they're as good with Tyrod Taylor as they are with um, – Teddy Bridgewater. Or Teddy Bridgewater. Tyrod's in the Giants. He came in. Sorry. Both kind of quarterbacks that came in with a quarterback injury this past week. So, yep. all right, let's go over our number three. The Kansas City Chiefs. And then my number three is the Buffalo Bills. So I got to check what they were last week for me. Last week they were number three, but, you know, I have a a team leapfrogging them. But, you know, the Bills, solid team, you know, top three. I don't know anywhere who doesn't have them in their top three. They were able to skate with a dub against the Ravens, probably should have lost that game. But, you know, going on the road, able to win against a top five team in the league is tough to do. So why the Chiefs for you?
1: Oh, uh, they've proven that they are still elite, especially last week against the uh who they play? Buccaneers. They Sunday came night. out they came out firing and that opening kickoff and they didn't look back the entire game.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's a good good point. You know, Patrick Mahomes, one of the, arguably the best quarterback in the league, able to out duel Tom Brady. You know, I I think they punted the ball like two times that game. That's crazy. So going to our number two, who's your number two?
1: My number two is the Buffalo Bills.
0: Mine is the Kansas City Chiefs. We kind of self-explanatory okay, here. Okay,
1: so we, I'm assuming we have the same top
0: five. Yeah, and then this who's your number one?
1: Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Yes, sir. This is the first time I have the Eagles as number one. It's my
1: second time.
0: I did not have them even in the top five week one. Because, you know, I thought, I thought other teams are better. But, you know, we're starting to come together now. Starting to piece together, um, good win last week. Coming into this week, so yeah,
1: my top five is the exact same teams, but it's in a different order. Now.
0: Different order, yeah. did that the Dolphins fell out of mine and the Vikings got put in mine. So I saw one, I think it's the NFL, it's the or someone where it's the Niners at number five. I'm like, what? You know, two and two.
1: Need zero quick.
0: There, there was one that I saw. I think it was on like Instagram. I don't even know if it was like a major. It's, it's just crazy how you have the Niners at number five, which I had them at number five, I think, going into the year.
1: I yeah, had them at number four.
0: I had them at number four because, you know, Trey Lance, you know, I, I didn't expect them to get hurt. So, anyways, going into our week five matchups. So, we got first game in London, the Sunday morning game, if you would call it. The Giants going in, playing the Packers, both 3-1 and teams. It doesn't really feel like it, though. You know, the Giants have been, for the past five years, just so bad or average at best. So Packers are eight-point favorites. I'm going to go with the Packers on this one. Who do you got, David? Taking the Packers. Taking the Packers, pretty easy choice. The
1: Giants, yes, they beat the Bears, but they're not that convincing of a team.
0: Yeah, they beat the Bears. Congratulations, Giants. Exactly. Any Giants fans listening, go Eagles. But, yeah, going into our 12 o'clock slate, we got the Lions. Going to Foxborough, Patriots are three point favorites. I think Bailey Zappi is starting this game.
1: Yeah, I was about to ask with do Mac we know Jones the out situation with Hoyer, Jones, and uh, Zappi.
0: So Jones is out, um, but you know, I, I I don't I don't know if Hoyer will be back. And I think even if he does come back, you know why? Yeah, you, why not start Zappi? You know, at home get get a get a home field, home field advantage. He didn't do too bad against the Packers. Didn't win them the game in overtime, which is tough against that Packers defense. Not with the best receiving core against that um, Patriots defense. But, you know, going against the Lions, one of the worst defenses in the league, giving up points.
1: Are you taking the Patriots? I, I'm i back and forth. Who, who are you that? taking on this one? I honestly don't know. Like, I genuinely – that that Lions defense worries me. All
0: right, three seconds. Three, two, one. Who are you picking? I Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if the Patriots went in. But, you know, I'm just going to bet on the Lions offense – One of the the highest scoring offense in the league, averaging thirty five points a game. One of the best.
1: I think they have the number two scoring offense, the number thirty two scoring defense Mm -hmm.
0: behind the Eagles. I think, or I think it's like most yards or something like that. But anyways, should be a good game. Honestly, kind of an underrated game to be honest. Two one and three teams that are not one and three in my book. You know, like talent wise, they they could very easily be like two and two or three and one. So. Anyways, Chargers against the Browns. Who you got on this one?
1: I'm taking on the Chargers.
0: I'm gonna go with the Browns on this one. I think did the the Chargers won last week? I believe. Yes. Against, I'm trying to remember again. Like during the 12 o'clock, I was watching Eagles Bears. You know, they beat, the they beat the Texans. They didn't look that strong later in the game, but you know, dub's a dub. But you know, I think the Browns are gonna come back at home with some vengeance, and you know, I think they're gonna pull out the dub on this one. So. Texans versus Jaguars.
1: I'm take the Jacksonville Jaguars. I will take the Jags too. They looked strong in the beginning last week against the Eagles, but mm-hmm.
0: just una- unable to
1: faltered in the you know un- un- half
0: un- un- unable unable to take advantage of an early lead and kind of just let the Eagles machine take over.
1: Uh, how so. are the Eagles doing the second half? Now they they weren't really scoring the second half, were they?
0: So they scored nine points in the second half. Um, to twenty points in the second quarter, which is just crazy. We are the best. We're like the best team in the second quarter. It's insane.
1: Swear, they don't score in that uh, first quarter, though. No,
0: no, not really. I think we score. I think we scored once in this whole year. The first quarter, which again, it's not a problem if you're putting up points in the second and third it's
1: not quarter. One of your four no.
0: So those are our first fourth quarter points. I believe. I don't. I don't know if we scored against the lions in the fourth quarter if I don't remember so anyways Falcons against the bucks bucks at home eight and a half point favorites I'm taking the bucks on yeah. this one and this will actually be my lock of the week oh over three in the past three weeks on my locks it's crazy I, I don't know what's going on with this is is this a safe pick or what, what is it now we cannot have the same lock that is a rule oh so okay.
1: you well, gotta claim it my lock is the uh we'll see in the future
0: yeah we'll see okay Steelers against the Bills So
1: Kenny Pickett Will be starting for The Steelers this week It's Pickensburg,
0: Pickensburg. time
1: Pickensburg
0: Pickensburg Pickettvania Or something like that <laughs> <laughs> Kind of messing with the name George yeah. Pickens and Kenny Pickett It's kind of cool First and second round picks this year Um, Do I dare say this is my upset of the week Nah I'm going to go with the Bills on this one now, the Steelers, to their credit, they did beat the Bills week one last year when I was not expecting that to happen. But I'm going to give the Bills the benefit of the doubt.
1: Some injury news for the uh, Bills. Jamison Crowder, is that one definitely the broken ankle? Hmm. So that is a kind of a big loss for them, I feel like.
0: For the the Bills? Yes. You know, rely more on Stefan Diggs or Khalil Shakir. I mm-hmm. so, just wanted to add that in Cole there. Cole Beasley, just kidding. He's on the Bucks now, so the Jets and the Dolphins. Jets two and two, Dolphins three and one. Did Jet- I
1: say I may take the Jets in on this one?
0: <sighs> Teddy
1: Bridgewater in,
0: in the Vision game. I just I don't see Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle not producing this game. You know, I I don't know if Sauce Gardner is going to guard Tyreek or if he's going to guard Jalen Waddle, but that's a tough ask. But I'm you know, still back and forth. That's why he's with the Jets. You know, they know they got Diggs. they got. Um, Devontae Parker with the Patriots, and then they got Waddle. Kendrick Bourne, too. Yeah, two guys that he can probably you know handle pretty well if he's able to handle Jamar Chase. Oh so, who are you taking on this one? No. Do you take the benefit of the doubt that the Dolphins are one of the top teams? I feel like the Jets never really play well at home.
1: But their two wins are away. This
0: so team. I am going to put the the Dolphins Gen-Z on this yeah. one. Just just because, you know, the Jets Owen two and MetLife kind of both games that I, I kind of expected them to win, but you know, unable to produce. It's just a terrible stadium. And I'm not saying that's the only reason why they lose. But <laughs> alrighty, Bears, Vikings, do you want to kind of go in depth into this one?
1: So the Bears are heading to uh Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Coming off a tough loss to the New York Giants uh last week. I'm taking the Bears. I I've done it every week. I'll do it every week this year. Uh, Except
0: when they play the Bills.
1: No, when they play the Bills, what? I'll take them. I take oh my, my favorite team every single game. You just
0: gotta be smart at sometimes. Like there's there's always like one game where it's like okay, we're probably not winning this one. Might as well bet against. Hey, I may some not points.
1: think deep down they're not gonna win, but I'll say that I have confidence in them winning. Hmm. I didn't. I was a little worried against Green Bay, but I said they'll win by three possessions.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, you're fairly confident. I still have the script. I I, I take receipts on that, David.
1: Oh, so do I. Don't I, worry. I keep
0: receipts, I don't take receipts. Okay. So, I have the Vikings on this one. You know, Vikings three and one, about to go it's crazy to think of the Vikings are gonna be four and one if they win this game. That is crazy.
1: I I want Justin Fields to build upon the game he had last week because he didn't play awful. He didn't. He he showed a lot of promise. That deep in, pass, in times, the yes. The deep pass to Darnell Mooney was pretty nice. Uh, he, looks more, he looked more comfortable last week, although he was rushed uh, 51% of his dropbacks, which is a yeah, lot. That is a lot. Uh, Sam Mustrefer is only good at blocking people on Twitter, not blocking people on the he, field. Did he
0: block you on Twitter?
1: Oh, Let me check. I did tweet out at him yesterday, the exact tweet. Uh, he so, blocked the group I write for. I know that. I don't, well, I don't know why you would do that. I am not blocking Twitter yet.
0: Okay, so he probably didn't see it. So not yet. Yeah, I mean, you know, Vikings and Packers. This is a race that could come down to the wire, and it might. It's a huge Week One win for the Vikings if it if it comes to that. Now, normally the Vikings do kind of fold later in the season. They when do I, tend to do that. I one, more
1: thing: Jaquan Brisker of his first career interception this week.
0: Okay, he's he's solid. Jaquan Brisker is a solid safety. He's
1: he's, he's one that. Best young safeties in the league. Okay, like rookie safeties, I'm to say. I think
0: you know you got. I think Petrie and Hamilton are better than him. Uh, I think there's a, you know, Lewis seen just got hurt. Daxton Hill's pretty solid for the uh, Bengals.
1: Lewis seen. I think he's out for the year. Uh, I would assume that was a pretty so, bad
0: ankle injury against the Saints.
1: His lower leg fracture has no timetable. Oh, I wanted to add real quick on the Javante uh, Williams injury. He has a, a torn ACL and LCL, which is tough
0: Yeah, so, that's uh, that's always tough. Yeah. So we did mention that the other day on the podcast, but yes, deserve, uh, yeah, that's it's deserved to be mentioned again. Mm-hmm. Um all right. Commanders and Titans. Interesting Ooh. game, honestly.
1: Very interesting.
0: So, you know, you got pretty solid D-line against a kind of a batter D-line or O-line for the Titans. But, you know, I'm going to go with the Titans on this one, you know. You so why? My, I will predict something in the near in the near future. Harson Wentz will be benched at some Sam way. Hall. Either Sam Howell or Taylor, Taylor Heineke. I think at some point he will get benched in the near future. Probably two to six weeks.
1: Two to six weeks.
0: I don't see him getting benched this game, but in a game where like you can you should be winning if they're down or he's just not producing. You know he 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 had a good start to the year. Honestly, oh, he yeah. did. Even in the loss that they had against the Lions. Ever since that Eagles game, man, he looks terrible. It's only so, one
1: game though, hasn't it?
0: He's okay. He has patted his stats so hard in against the Lions and against the Eagles at one point. I think they had negative one net passing yards in the third quarter. But, you know, stats are stats, but I, I don't really have faith in him. All right, Seahawks and Saints. I'm going with the Seahawks. So am I. This is my upset of the week. Screw the Saints. Um Eagles Eagles quest for Will Anderson at number one is on. I do believe if the Seahawks can beat the Saints, I'm gonna guarantee that the Eagles are gonna have a top five pick. Is that crazy insane? No. If you look at their schedule, it is insane. The Eagles have set themselves up so well for, you know, the future. They're gonna have to re-sign Hertz. So that's going to take a lot of money, but you know, if you can still get a stud for the next 4 years, that's top 5, even top 3. So I'm going to read off this sketch. if they lose to the Seahawks, they got the Bengals, Cardinals, Raiders, Ravens, Steelers, Rams, 49ers, Bucks.
1: See, I may have to join you in picking this as my upset because I only have two, I, I only have two upsets this week. Like team chose two teams that are not that are underdogs. That's the Bears and the Seahawks.
0: Can we choose the same upset? I don't know. Nope, can't choose okay, it. You same, same thing with the lock. This
1: week in a row. Yep. I, I mean that's that's not that's
0: not bad. It gives you more. It makes you feel even better with a dub. It does. So we both got our things. I, I got faith in the Seahawks. K Hunt, we miss you, buddy. Go Seahawks. 49ers, Panthers. Who we got on this one? They're I'm gonna 49ers. I'm gonna go with the Panthers. This is the second week. Screw it. Why not go Panthers? But, not uh, really much said. I Eric could say, I could I could say, say this yesterday. is my upset. Eric Armstead for the 49ers. Yeah, 49ers coming off a short week. Got to travel the length of the country to the East Coast. You know, I'm gonna give the Panthers the benefit oh, of the doubt Trent
1: here. Williams will be back though too.
0: Yeah, that is a big that is a big win for them. So Eagles taking on the Cardinals. I think this is the game of the week for the. 325 slot. I think this is the nationally televised game. I hope.
1: Yeah, well, it'll probably be the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. Which I mean, it'll be Car- Cardinal, It'll probably be Cardinals Rams. Now that I think about it, it'll be three good, and one it'll and, be two Cowboys, and
1: two. Cowboys Rams, two good teams.
0: Yeah, Cooper Rush. I mean, if you're the Cowboys, at like, why would you rush Dax recovery back when Cooper Rush is playing like this?
1: I like this 325 slot right here.
0: I I do too, and it sucks. Very good. I mean, but still, like 12, 12 o'clock football is just. Fun for some reason. Three, I don't know why. One too. Yeah, we'll sweep week two them. is pretty fun when the Eagles were playing on Monday, being able to watch football. But yeah, Eagles. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Eagles. You know, four zero going into the Cardinals, two and two. They're a good team with Kyler Murray. What's huge is that they don't have DeAndre Hopkins. That that is the one thing why I think we're gonna win this game. You know, they haven't had him all year, but you know, I think he normally kills us. And who's to say Darius Slay isn't in? Which I mean. If it's tough, so Slay, Milata, and Avante Maddox are all questionable. Now, we did able, we're, we were able to beat the Jaguars without them, but you know, it, it would be nice having these guys back. But also at the same time, why rush it? You know, if we do end up losing this game without them being injured long term, so be it. You know, we still have James Bradbury, Zach McPherson didn't do too bad. But you know, I'm going to give the Eagles a dub here. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm the Eagles. I I wouldn't be surprised if we give Nakobe Dean that quarterback spy responsibility. You know, a very quick linebacker coming out of Georgia, six foot. You know, kind of the same frame as Kyler Murray. Why not just stick him out at quarterback spy? So I I think that'd be a cool way to use him. He hasn't really been seeing too much time on defense. A lot of special teams, which I was kind of expecting, but you know, he'll 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 get into that role eventually. Cowboys, Rams, who we got on this one? Uh. I don't think I've bet with the Cowboys at all this year. No,
1: but, I'm going against them.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams, coming off a tough loss to the 49ers, <clears throat> coming back home. I'm going to give them. They they've beaten the Cowboys the past couple times, so. Alrighty.
1: Our game of the week: Rams Bengals or Bengals at Rams. We hmm. take taking? taking the Ravens.
0: Hmm. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think I think Joe Burrow is going to be able to take down. Lamar Jackson. They were 2-0 against them last year. So I mean, just makes the game fun when when a nationally televised game, only game on. I have a team. David has the other. It's a, mm-hmm. always fun to watch.
1: It's fun to yeah, I mean, you know, actually watch and get with, you know with each other and just get you know, mm-hmm. show each other the entire time.
0: And then Raiders Chiefs they Monday Raiders. Night Football. Sorry, taking the Chiefs. Sorry. Yeah, safe pick.
1: Um, mm-hmm. so heading to next week. Uh, the Lions, Texans, Raiders, and Titans all have a bye, so hmm. this kind of works great. out well for the Raiders. They play on Monday night, and they have almost Some two time weeks off. off. Yep, for the next game. So yeah,
0: good stuff. Um, we are excited for Week Five or Week yeah Week, week five, five of the NFL. We're flying through already. Flying through. So, anyways, if you have anything else to add, this is the Across Line Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Liam Mickle. I'm David Peters. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Across the Line College Football Podcast. My name is Liam Mickle. I'm David Peters. And David, do you want to kind of describe the uh, the genesis of this podcast? Now?
1: So, uh, you know, we wanted a new way to tie in college football to our main podcast, and we've been talking for about a couple months now, right, about mm-hmm. wanting to start one? Yeah. And now, it's like, you know, we're halfway through the season. We know how things are shaping up. So right now we're going to, you know, have more ways to talk college football, you know what guys are going to be good in the draft who are sleepers and just tie it into the, you know the see yeah yeah to the crossline yeah, exactly. NFL podcast and just have some fun with it
0: absolutely can't 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 complain about talking about football that's for sure
1: so uh starting off today uh the AP we'll go with the top 6 you know i think that's perfect mm-hmm. number 1 is bama alabama number 2 is georgia number 3 ohio state wide receiver you number 4 michigan number 5 clemson number 6 usc Hmm. What are any? What do you think of it? Any changes you want to make?
0: No, I think that's pretty fair. Um, you know, Georgia um, escaping the upset against Missouri. Um, you know, a good win for them. A win's a win. Can't complain about it for Georgia. But you know, kind of the same thing happened to Alabama when they beat Texas, and I think Texas is better than Missouri. So you know, Alabama lost that spot after that. You know, I think I think it's only fair that Georgia loses it. And again, it the 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 SEC championship will decide the one seed. Mm-hmm. It normally always does. So I well, mean. And Ohio State and Michigan, you know, they play each other this year. So that'll usually whoever wins that game is going to the playoffs. Yeah,
1: they'll be the Big Ten team in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't see Illinois or Iowa beating this team in that Big Ten championship. No, Illinois. And how, they're making how, how, how is Michigan State doing this year?
1: Oh, uh, not good. They're they're unranked now. Hmm. So you know, I'm looking at the, you know the top ten. Who,
0: uh, who are just who are the four teams that did make the top six?
1: Oklahoma State at ten. At seven, seven. Okay. Tennessee at eight, Ole Miss at nine, and Penn State at ten.
0: Mm, Penn State did barely win against uh, Northwestern, seventeen
1: to seven. Honestly, this top twelve was like any of these teams could make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it's just gonna come down to who's who's gonna like. Normally, there's like two teams from like each minus I C C There's like a couple. Ba- there's two Big Twelve teams in there. So you um, got, I don't know any other Pack Ten teams in. Yeah, I know USC,
1: Utah, and Oregon are top twelve. Okay. Uh, Kentucky, they're not going to make it. You no, know, nah, they'll, gonna, they'll they, lose to Bama they, 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 and no, Georgia. No, they don't play Bama. They play Georgia this year. They're going to lose to them. I like should this. should be a good I, game, I like though. this top six. I, like, I will say I like what uh, Lincoln Riley's bringing to USC this year.
0: Absolutely. Also, uh, was it Jordan Addison, too?
1: Jordan Addison. Uh, is he
0: on UCLA or USC? I forgot. Uh, Pitt. Is he, I, is he still on Pittsburgh?
1: No, he's at USC now.
0: Oh, okay. I thought he was at UCLA for some reason.
1: Oh, yeah. You brought Caleb Williams with, mm-hmm. so they're building. Bro- they're building something down there. I like yeah,
0: it. I mean, we'll see who the, we'll see if they beat you know Oregon mm-hmm. and North. Like, I, it's weird. The Pac-12 and the big and the big Pac-10 and the Big 12 usually like the top dog usually loses to like a mediocre team in that conference. Yeah. like usually every year. So they usually beat each other up, so none of them make it to the playoffs.
1: USC and UCLA are going to bring something to the Big Ten in a few years though. Mm-hmm. Should be interesting. Or the big sixteen, whatever you're gonna call it. Yeah, huh?
0: it's crazy. All right, moving on to the storylines. We got two big ones here.
1: Kansas is ranked in the top 25 from now. Uh, you know they're five and 0 and number 19. That's hmm. huge for that program. So a program that's you know not it hasn't done you know significantly well the past few years since like
0: 2009. I remember wasn't weren't they like ranked number one at one point uh-huh. that year? That was probably one of the craziest years of college football like ever. Um, I think they won the Orange Bowl that year too. No,
1: it was no. They won five and seven.
0: Or there was one. It was either two thousand eight. It was somewhere in there. It was like the craziest college football season like ever, where they that. they were like number one. I 2007. know two thousand seven. That's what it was. Won
1: twelve and one.
0: They lost to like West Virginia, but mm-hmm. they won the Orange Bowl. Yeah,
1: that, that was They lost to Missouri. No, so they lost to number three Missouri. When they were number two, <clears throat> oh which is crazy, and they beat number uh, five Virginia Tech the next uh, – mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks later in the Orange Bowl. Yeah,
0: so good good for them. Also, you know, injury to Bryce Young against Arkansas, but, you know, looking at reports, I know A.J. McCarron on Twitter, um, he should be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of those injuries where, you know, the he should be good. You know, they give him a shot of whatever.
1: Regardless, it's, they're in the good hands with their backup QB.
0: Yeah, um Jalen Milrow is a good quarterback. They also got Ty Simpson who is the number three quarterback in the class of twenty twenty two. I don't think it's time for him. Um, truthfully, you know, I mean he was playing high school football not even a year ago. Yeah. So not not doubting doubting him or his abilities. You know, you don't want to have him play against going Georgia. Highest scoring other. No, I mean he was playing, SEC football. He, he's the number three quarterback for a reason. You know, State, Bryce, you know, Bryce Young was at that point too. But going
1: to SEC football. You know, as a, fra- a true freshman, that's that's <clears> tough. So,
0: yeah, something to look out for. Um, you know, me as an App State fan and David as a Wisconsin fan, we'll kind of go over how our teams are doing. David, do you want to discuss how Wisconsin's
1: doing? Um, so they're off to you know a shaky start. Uh, you, you see this a lot every year with them. They get they get ranked super high to start the year. They'll beat some lesser opponents. So they'll, they'll you know demolish a team like or they'll barely hang in with a team like, you know, Illinois State and blow them out in the second half. They'll chow to the games like Washington State. Then they'll come back and beat teams like New Mexico State and then get blown out. Ohio State. Ohio State and then somehow, by the grace of magic, lose to Illinois. And that costs Paul Christ his job after sixty-six and twenty-two Alright, 66 and 27 record and seven uh bowl games in his eight years as head coach. Hmm. And Jim Leonard, one of the best defensive coordinators in the, in college football. I think you can agree with that. Uh guy who's been getting head coaching offers in the NFL and interviews at the most. Uh, will be taking over the job as for the rest of the season and should get the nod next year. I did go over a couple guys who I do w- could see getting interviews. Uh, you know, Dan Mullen, uh, Matt Rule.
0: If he ends up getting fired,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which I mean, they're on the path. That thing, they so. they are. So uh,
1: David Rando, he's the former Badgers DC. So a couple guys like that, but hmm. I, I, it's going to be Leonard's job, honestly.
0: Yeah. Um, so. App State, you know, I didn't, I wasn't able to watch the game. You know, they handled Citadel forty nine nothing. You know, I mean, it's one of those games get you ready for Coastal Carolina and Georgia State. Um, you know, losing James Madison really killed your chances on like going somewhere this year. Uh, but you know, it's always fun watching App State play. Uh, they got Texas State this week, should be a good one. So yeah, all right, moving on sleeper guys in this year's draft class who's one
1: guy that you feel is going to be a sleeper in this draft class david i i don't want to you know stick my wisconsin biasness but keanu benton defensive tackle he he is very solid Hmm. um and for me i think
0: it's going to be jordan battle safety from alabama you know he he's obviously playing for alabama so it's hard to tell his true individual talent but you know it's He's been on that defense for a while. Um, he's definitely gonna be kind of a late round, first round guy. You know, safety not a very position that is drafted high anyways. But you know, I feel like any team that's able to get him is gonna get a stud who's seen a lot in the SEC, so.
1: So we, you know, go a bit deeper to him real quick. He's 6'4", uh, 3, 316, good size of D tackle. Uh, 10 inch hands, wingspan of 83 inches. He, he's, he's solid. Hmm. Uh, you know, this website, Gave him a 82 out of 100 overall rating. So, hmm, okay,
0: yeah. And Jordan Battle, six one two oh six. I love Jordan Battle. Yeah, I mean he's it's so the eighth ranked DB in the in this upcoming draft class. You know, not just safeties but DBs.
1: Um, Do you call him a sleeper though?
0: Yeah, I like I said, it's it's. Safety is not a position that's drafted very high.
1: No, and you saw that with like Jaquan Brisker so, last year. So like uh, he's probably he he's
0: probably going to be going to a team that's like already set in like their team. So he's probably going to be going, and he might be able to make an impact that might help a team win a playoff game or something. Yeah, so he, that's kind of a second round pick. He's going to be probably like late first, early second. Yeah. So that that's why he's kind of a sleeper. Obviously, probably people know his name, but you know I'm just saying like in the in terms of the actual draft. So yeah, let's go over a couple of the games. Um, you know, we'll we'll go over each top five, top six teams game, top four games, and then games that are both ranked opponents
1: and our favorite teams.
0: So yeah, um, Bama playing Texas A and M. Yep, Texas A and M. You know, they they've they've fallen out of the the top twenty five. You know, I think they're two and two right now. Um, I think this should be an easy, not an easy, but this should be a win for Bama. In my opinion, I think David's going with that too. Yep. Also, you got to – this should be a closer game than, like, what people are thinking. You know, I think Texas A&M, you know, lose to App State, and then you're playing the best team in the country right now. Um, but you got to understand, there was a lot of beef in the offseason with this with these two programs. Um, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban kind of going back and forth at each other. So I think Nick Saban got, like, fined for what he said. You know, how Texas A&M bought their program or bought yeah. their – which I, I think is kind of funny considering, you know, Bama kind of does the same thing. You know, all, all the yeah. programs do the same thing. But, you know, it's just a team that you play every year, so you can kind of criticize them. Um, Auburn versus Georgia, who you got in this one?
1: Uh, I put Georgia. It's going to be a very close game, mm. especially after, you know, you don't think so?
0: Nah, Georgia, Georgia will come back and win this game pretty easily.
1: We'll see. This will be a good – I'm off work on Saturday, so I can actually enjoy college games for once. So, I'll spend my entire weekend watching football.
0: <laughs> Got to watch TIU Trojans, huh?
1: I'll be there. I'll be, oh, there you I'll you be watching the game. I won't be I was about there. to say
0: it's an, It's an out-of-town game. So, yeah. All right, moving on. Um, Ohio State, Michigan State should be an easy Ohio State dub. Yeah. Um, next game, Michigan versus Indiana. Again, should be a Michigan dub. Not really too much to go over. Um, these, these top four
1: games, at least. Tennessee, LSU, both top 25 opponents. I'm gonna go with LSU on this one. I honestly, I'm joining you. I was debating back and forth, but I really like LSU this year. Uh, Brian Kelly's—they're not performing well, but they're not bad. No, they're just
0: kind of mid in the SEC, which is pretty good. But you know, um, I don't think Tennessee. You know, their quarterback play is pretty good. I forgot his first name, last name Hooker. I know that. I. I saw his stats. You know, he's doing really well. I think he's the best-ranked quarterback in the SEC right now. But, you know, I just think LSU is a much better team. And, you know, Tennessee is normally not isn't this it good. Hooker, isn't it? Yeah. Normally, Tennessee is not this good. So, this is kind of like uncharted waters for mm-hmm. this team. So, I, I think the bright, the lights will get a little too big for them.
1: Uh, moving on to number 11, Utah at number 18, UCLA. I'm right. going to take UCLA. I'm going to take Utah. I I'm, I like Utah, but I'm taking uh, UCLA. Uh, TCU versus
0: Kansas. I'm going to go with TCU. Max Duggan, good quarterback. I think Kansas will take their first loss of the year this this game. I'm taking Kansas.
1: I won't be mad if Kansas wins, though. That's for sure. I'm up t- I'm, I'm, I'm in the bandwagon. I love Quinn Johnston. You know that. Great receiver. Uh, but, yeah, I'm taking Kansas. Just keep that tr- uh, train going there. Uh,
0: Texas State hosting App State. Let's go App State. Should be an App State dub. Should be. Again, should be. Normally, these games don't really pan out how they're supposed to. I'm going with App State too. And the Wisconsin Northwestern.
1: Uh, I'm taking Wisconsin. I'll go with Wisconsin too. Uh, I'm thinking about going to the game since you know we're thirty minutes from the campus of uh, Northwestern. Hmm. So I'm I'm debating on it. Tickets like forty three bucks, so it's not bad. Not bad at all. Enjoy so, a game,
0: yeah. So those are kind of the big games that we will go over, and then the last segment we'll kind of just like keep track. Right now we'll only do a top five, but we'll go over like our top five, our top five picks if the draft was today, um, mock draft type things. Mm-hmm. Just taking our first thing on the podcast. Um, we'll usually end it with this. We'll kind of track it over time, see how kind of get familiar with names and what teams need. So then off season, you can kind of already be familiar with it.
1: See, it'll be fun to see how much these teams change too.
0: Oh yeah, and like how. You know, they they always change on how how, how well teams are doing. Mm-hmm. It'll be kind of interesting. You know, like what if one of these teams is like a playoff team, or like a team that's like three and one right now falls to like the top five. You know what I mean? So yeah. it'll be interesting. Like the so, yeah.
1: Eagles—they're a playoff team, but they have a trade. They made a trade to the Saints and have a top four pick as right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So Same. yeah. All righty, David. Texans get the first pick. If the draft was right now, who are they picking? Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Okay. I- they need
1: QB. I don't need a QB, but, like, you know. How about
0: let's both say who we got, and then we'll kind of discuss our reasoning. Okay. I have C.J. Stroud. So, right, I think. Wait, okay. Okay,
1: you been saying Bryce Young's the top QB in this draft. What changed?
0: So, I think that injury, if the draft were right now, I think the injury would be. Okay. Which, again, he should be fine. But, again, like, you know, his his biggest flaw is his size. He's, like, Mm 5'11", not even 200 pounds. I'm not, this is nothing against Bryce Young, but I'm just saying, if the draft was right now. Okay. After the injury, you know. He might – who knows the extent of this injury and if it gets injured again. I still think Bryce Young is a better quarterback than C.J. Stroud. Okay, so we,
1: we both have to take the QB regardless. Yeah, I just
0: think it's a safer pick at pick number one if, right Yeah, now. if
1: you pick number one, you're taking the QB. I like Davis Mills, but if you can have him on the bench with that small contract, it's perfect. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's kind of keeping you afloat, but a quarterback – I think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are better than him. So, mm-hmm. alrighty, Panthers, who you got?
1: They are taking Will Anderson, Jr. I have them taking Bryce Young. Okay, Elaborate on the QB for them.
0: Um, You know, I think this is Baker Mayfield's last year in his rookie deal. We'll check with that. So you can let him go. I think this is also Sam Darnold's, one of his last years on contract. You do have Matt Corral um, coming off an injury. But, you know, if you have Bryce Young sitting there, and it's probably going to be a new head coach and a new GM, you know, why not start fresh? Um, You could get another lineman. But, you know, looking at it right now, you take the best player available, and that's Bryce Young, especially – below average quarterback play that you're getting right now so Let me you kind you got matt corral in this draft he's not a bad quarterback but you know bryce young former heisen winner he can get it done he's clutch so
1: that's who i'm taking on that pick. why, why are you taking will anderson oh he's a top defensive player in the draft he's a top defensive player in the draft and you know just a beast yeah so.
0: Not too much to be said no. on that one. Might he might win the highest in this year if he keeps up what he's doing. Mm. All right, pick number three, the the Las Vegas Raiders. Who are we picking?
1: Oh, they are taking Miles Murphy. I, I, I was back and forth on this. I I
0: have Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from Ohio State. You know, their offensive line is their biggest flaw right now. You know, they tried to draft the tackle and Alex Leatherwood didn't really work out. I think you could fix a mistake here.
1: Can I disagree with you for a second? Why? Paris, Paris Johnson is not the top uh, tackle, nor is he a top five pick.
0: I think I think he is right now. Um, you know his he's 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 a brick wall right now. I, he hasn't allowed a sack in over a year. It's mm-hmm. crazy, and uh, he's you know the defensive ends in the Big Ten because you know offensive lines are usually what the Big Ten is known for. So you mm-hmm. got to match fire with fire. You know he he had to deal with Aiden Hutchinson, a lot of a lot of guys that are.
1: He is my second best tackle behind. Uh, Pierce Huramsky.
0: I just. I also think this is kind of a Raiders move, in my opinion. Yeah. Kind of. Not. I'm not saying this is a reach, but like, I feel like they'll draft a guy like Paris Johnson.
1: So like in the top five, if the guy is you know a top five talent, top even top ten, it's okay to reach to a point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like again, it doesn't like it's not like he's not going to help the team out. It's just like, it's the question is, could you have done better? So that's kind of the biggest question. All right, Mm -hmm. Eagles, they traded last year with the Saints. Very complicated trade. They have a top five pick right now. Who do you have them picking?
1: I just kind of said his name, Peter Skronsky, tackle from Northwestern. If I do go to the game, I'm hoping to watch him play well. He's one of my favorite tackles in college football, by far the best. And I feel like, you know, they need a tackle, you know, in the next few years when Lane Johnson retires or – Wow.
0: So what I will have to say on why – this is who I have the Eagles picking right now. I think it's pretty obvious if he's on the board. If you don't take him, I would actually be mad. Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama. The reason why I don't have the Raiders, Panthers, or Texans um, – you know, the Texans and Panthers both need quarterbacks. The Raiders, they have Chandler Jones and they have uh, Max Crosby, both to, like, contracts that are going to last a while. So that's why I don't mm. have them getting Will Anderson. I know that might seem, like, biased. <clears throat> and, yes, it kind of is a little bit. I want the Eagles to get Will Anderson – um, if, if if it's not going to be offensive lineman. I truly think we'll end up getting either Peter Skaranski or Paris Johnson, some kind of offensive lineman because, you know, we kind of have a luxury pick right now. And, you know, taking top 10 talent on the offensive line is something that you can't do unless you, like, tank for it. So Will Anderson, you know, Brandon Graham might be his last year. Again, so we got Fletcher Cox's replacement and Jordan Davis last year, and we got Brandon Graham's replacement and Will Anderson. So I'd I'd be perfectly okay with this if the draft was right now. So,
1: and the number five pick, Pittsburgh this Steelers, who would take Jalen Carter?
0: I had them taking Keeley Ringo.
1: They, you know they need to fill that hole with stuff onto it and other than that D line. They mm-hmm. didn't really address that, so I think they're in Jalen Carter's top D tackle in the uh, yeah. draft. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think Keely Ringo adds to that secondary. And pick too. Yeah, and again, he'll top five. You won't have to pay him that much. You know that's a really expensive defense. They love picking defense. So, I...
1: Man, man Kelly Ringo and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick on the same deep secondary. Oh,
0: that would be pretty... Man. He he would have a lot to learn. And, you know, I think that'd be, like, best-case scenario for him. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is just kind of, like, we're having a little fun with this. This isn't, like, 100% serious. We know this probably is going to change. We just are kind of... We're putting this on a Google sheet to document this um, going forward. It's going to kind of be fun looking back, maybe before the draft. Maybe the day of the draft we can look back and kind of go over this one. Um... So yeah, I did write the date on the, the bottom sheet. So, yeah, um this is kind of ends our little college football podcast. We plan to do this every week, just kind of have fun mm, with it. Once a week. Yeah, go over games in college football and then kind of relate it back to the NFL mm-hmm. and the, the NFL draft. So We yeah. both
1: like college football too. And so we lo- we love the
0: draft process too. It's one of the one of the best things known to mankind. So yeah. Um, any any last words before we end?
1: No. Just this is going to be tonight's nice draft class this year.
0: It should be. And, you know.
1: I see five QBs going go top first round.
0: Yeah, it could be crazy. So, yeah, anyways, um, this is the Across Line College Football Podcast. Signing out. My name is Liam Mickle.
1: I'm David Peters.
0: Good afternoon, and welcome to the Across Line College Football Podcast. My name is Liam Mickle. I'm David Peters. And, David, do you want to kind of describe the, uh, the genesis of this podcast? You know?
1: So,. uh... You know, we wanted a new way to tie in college football to our main podcast. And we've been talking for about a couple months now, right? About mm-hmm. wanting to start one. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, we're halfway through the season. We know how the things are shaping up. So right now we're going to, you know, have more ways to talk college football, you know, what guys are going to be good in the draft, who are sleepers, and just tie it into, the, you know, the seat. C- yeah. Yeah, to the cross line yeah, exactly. NFL podcast and just have some fun with it.
0: Absolutely. Can't can't can complain about talking about football. That's for sure.
1: So uh, starting off today, uh, the AP. We'll go with the top six. You know, I think that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Number one is Bama. Alabama. Number two is Georgia. Number three, Ohio State. Wide receiver, you. Number four, Michigan. Number five, Clemson. Number six, USC. Hmm. What are uh, any? What do you think of it? Any changes you want to make?
0: No, I think that's pretty fair. Um, you know, Georgia, um, escaping the upset against Missouri. Um, you know, a good win for them. A win's a win. Can't complain about it if you're Georgia. But you know, kind of the same thing happened to Alabama when they beat Texas. And I think Texas is better than Missouri, so you know, Alabama lost that spot after that. You know, I think I think it's only fair that Georgia loses. it. And again, it the the, the SEC championship will decide the one seed. Mm-hmm. It normally always does. So I mean, and Ohio State and Michigan. You know, they play each other this year. So that'll usually whoever wins that game is going to the playoffs. Yeah.
1: They'll be the Big Ten team in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't see Illinois or Iowa beating this team in that Big Ten championship. No, Illinois. How, making how, how, how is Michigan State doing this year?
1: Oh, uh, not good. They're they're unranked now. Hmm. So you know, I'm looking at the, you know the top ten. Who, uh,
0: who are just who are the four teams that did make the top six?
1: Oklahoma State at ten, at seven, at seven. Okay. Tennessee at eight, Ole Miss at nine, and Penn State at ten.
0: Penn State did barely win against uh, Northwestern, 17-7.
1: Honestly, this top 12, it's like any of these teams could make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it's just going to come down to who's who's going to, like, normally there's, like, two teams from, like, each minus the SEC. There's, like, a couple ba- there's two big 12 teams in there. So um, got, I don't know any other Pac-10 teams in yeah, – I know USC. U-
1: Utah and Oregon are top 12. Okay. Uh, Kentucky, they're not going to make it. You no, know, nah, they're They'll they, lose to Bama yeah, they, they, and Georgia. No, they don't play Bama. They play Georgia this year. They're going to lose to them. I like should this be top, a good game, I like though. this top six. I, like, I will say I like what uh, Lincoln Riley's bringing to USC this year.
0: Absolutely. Also, uh, was it Jordan Addison, too?
1: Jordan Addison. Um, is he on
0: UCLA or USC? I forgot. Uh, Pitt. Is he, I, is he still on Pittsburgh?
1: No, he's at USC now.
0: Oh, okay. I thought he was at UCLA for some reason.
1: Oh, um, yeah, you brought Caleb Williams with. Mm-hmm. So they're building something down there. I like yeah,
0: it. I mean we'll see who the, we'll see if they beat you know Oregon mm-hmm. and North. Like I, it's weird. The Pac-12 and the big and the big Pac-10 and the Big 12 usually like the top dog usually loses to, like a mediocre team in that conference. Yeah. Like usually every year. So they usually beat each other up. So none of them make it to the playoffs.
1: USC and UCLA are going to bring some to the Big Ten in a few years though. Mm-hmm. Should be interesting. Or the Big 16, whatever you are going to call yeah, it. Yeah, huh? it's crazy.
0: All right, moving on to the storylines. We got two big ones here.
1: Kansas is ranked in the top twenty-five now. Uh, you know they're five and zero. They're number nineteen. That's hmm. huge for that program. So a program that's you know not it hasn't done you know significantly well the past few years since like
0: two thousand nine. I remember wasn't weren't they like ranked number one at one point uh-huh. that year? That was probably one of the craziest years of college football like ever. Um, I think they won the Orange Bowl that year too. No,
1: it was no, they went five and seven.
0: Or there was one. It was either two thousand eight. It was somewhere in there. It was, like, the craziest college football season, like, ever. Where they, they were, like, number one. I know. 2007. That's what it was. They went
1: 12 and won
0: 12-1. They lost to, like, West Virginia, but mm-hmm. they won the Orange Bowl.
1: Yeah, that was. They lost to Missouri. No. So, they lost to number three, Missouri, when they were number two, uh, which is crazy. And they beat number uh, five, Virginia Tech, the next uh, mm-hmm. A couple weeks later in the Orange Bowl. Yeah.
0: So, good good for them. Also, you know, injury to Bryce Young against Arkansas. But, you know, looking at reports, I know A.J. McCarron on Twitter, um, he should be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of those injuries where, you know, the he should be good. You know, they give him a shot of whatever.
1: Regardless, it's, they're in the good hands with their backup QB.
0: Yeah, um, Jalen Milrow is a good quarterback. They also got Ty Simpson, who is the number three quarterback in the class of 2022. I don't think it's time for him, um, truthfully. You know, I mean, he was playing high school football not even a year ago. Yeah. So not not doubting, doubting him or his abilities. You know, you don't want to have him play against going Georgia. Going from high school you know, to SEC football. He's the number three quarterback for a reason. You know, State, Bryce, you Bryce know, Young was at that point, too. But. Going
1: to SEC football, you know, as a, fra- as a true freshman, that's, that's <clears> tough. So,
0: yeah, something to look out for. Um, you know, me as an App State fan and David as a Wisconsin fan, we'll kind of go over how our teams are doing. David, do mm-hmm. you want to discuss how Wisconsin's
1: doing? Um, so they're off to, you know, a shaky start. Uh you see this a lot every year with them. They get they get ranked super high to start the year. They'll beat some lesser opponents, so they'll, they'll you know demolish a team like or they'll barely hang in with a team like, you know, Illinois State and blow them out in the second half. They'll show to the games like Washington State. Then they'll come back and beat teams like New Mexico State and then get blown out. Ohio State. Ohio State and then somehow, by the grace of magic, lose to Illinois. And it got cost Paul Christ his job after a 66 and 22, sorry, 66 and 27 record and seven uh, bowl games in his eight years as head coach. Hmm. And Jim Leonard, one of the best defensive coordinators in, the, in college football. I think you can agree with that. Uh, guy who's been getting head coaching offers in the NFL and interviews at the most. Uh, we'll be taking all the job as for the rest of the season and should. Get the nod next year. I did go over a couple guys who I do w- could see getting interviews. Uh, you know, Dan Mullen, uh Matt Rule.
0: If he ends up getting fired.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which I mean, they're on the path. That thing. they, so. they are. Oh, so. uh,
1: David Rando, he's the former Badgers DC. So a couple guys like that, but
0: hmm.
1: I, I, it's going to be Leonard's job, honestly.
0: Yeah, um, so App State, you know, I didn't, I wasn't able to watch the game. You know, they handled Citadel 49 nothing. You know, I mean, it's one of those games, get you ready for Coastal Carolina and Georgia State. Um, you know, losing James Madison really killed your chances on, like, going somewhere this year. Uh, but, you know, it's always fun watching App State play. Uh, they got Texas State this week. Should be a good one. So, yeah, all right, moving on sleeper guys in this year's draft class who's one guy
1: that you feel is going to be a sleeper in this draft class david i i don't want to you know stick my wisconsin biasness but keanu benton defensive tackle he he is very solid Hmm.
0: um and for me i think it's going to be jordan battle safety from alabama you know he he's obviously playing for alabama so it's hard to tell his true individual talent but you know it's He's been on that defense for a while. Um, he's definitely going to be kind of a late-round, first-round guy. You know, safety not a very position that is drafted high anyways. But, you know, I feel like any team that's able to get him is going to get a stud who's seen a lot in the SEC. So,
1: so we you know, go a bit deeper into him real quick. He's 6'4", uh, 3, 316, good size of D-tackle, 10-inch uh, hands, wingspan of 83 inches. He, he's, he's solid. Hmm. Uh, you know, this website – Gave him a 82 out of 100 overall rating. So, hmm, okay,
0: yeah. And Jordan Battle, six one two oh six. I love Jordan Battle. Yeah, I mean so he's it's the eighth ranked DB in the in this upcoming draft class. You know, not just safeties but DBs. Um, Do
1: you call him a sleeper though?
0: Yeah, I like I said, it's it's. Safety is not a position that's drafted very high.
1: No, and you saw that with like Jaquan Brisker so, last year. So like uh, he's probably he he's
0: probably going to be going to a team that's like already set in like their team. So he's probably going to be going, and he might be able to make an impact that might help a team win a playoff game or something. Yeah, so he that's kind of a second round pick. He's going to be probably like late first, early second. Yeah. So that that's why he's kind of a sleeper. Obviously, probably people know his name, but you know I'm just saying like in the in terms of the actual draft. So yeah, let's go over a couple of the games. Um, you know, we'll we'll go over each top five, top six teams game, top four games, and then games that are both ranked opponents
1: and our favorite teams.
0: So yeah, um, Bama playing Texas A and M. Yep,
1: Texas A and M. You know, they
0: they've they've fallen out of the the top twenty five. You know, I think they're two and two right now. Um, I think this should be an easy, not an easy, but this should be a win for Bama. In my opinion, I think David's going with that too. Yep. Also, you got to – this should be a closer game than, like, what people are thinking. You know, I think Texas A&M, you know, lose to App State, and then you're playing the best team in the country right now. Um, but you got to understand, there was a lot of beef in the offseason with this with these two programs. Um, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban kind of going back and forth at each other. So I think Nick Saban got, like, fined for what he said. You know, how Texas A&M bought their program or bought yeah. their – which I, I think is kind of funny considering, you know, Bama kind of does the same thing. You know, all, all the yeah. programs do the same thing. But, you know, it's just a team that you play every year, so you can kind of criticize them. Um, Auburn versus Georgia, who you got in this one?
1: Uh, I put Georgia. It's going to be a very close game, mm. especially after, you know, you don't think so?
0: Nah, Georgia, Georgia will come back and win this game pretty easily.
1: We'll see. This will be a good I'm off work on Saturday, so I can actually enjoy college games for once. So, I'll spend my entire weekend watching football.
0: <laughs> Got to watch TIU Trojans, huh? I'll be
1: there. I'll be, oh, there I'll be watching the game. I won't be I was about there. to say
0: it's an, It's an out-of-town game. So, yeah. All right, moving on. Um, Ohio State, Michigan State should be an easy Ohio State dub. Yeah. Um, next game, Michigan versus Indiana. Again, should be a Michigan dub. Not really too much to go over. Um, these,
1: these top four games, at least. Tennessee, LSU, both top 25 opponents. I'm gonna go with LSU on this one. I honestly, I'm joining you. I was debating back and forth, but I really like LSU this year. Uh, Brian Kelly's—they're not performing well, but they're not bad. No, they're just
0: kind of mid in the SEC, which is pretty good. But you know, um, I don't think Tennessee. You know, their quarterback play is pretty good. I forgot his first name, last name Hooker. I know that. I. I saw his stats. You know, he's doing really well. I think he's the best-ranked quarterback in the SEC right now. But, you know, I just think LSU is a much better team. And, you know, Tennessee is normally not isn't this good. Isn't it name? Yeah. Normally, Tennessee is not this good. So, this is kind of like uncharted waters for mm-hmm. this team. So, I, I think the bright, the lights will get a little too big for them.
1: Uh, moving on to number 11, Utah at number 18, UCLA. I'm right. going to take UCLA. I'm going to take Utah. I I'm, I like Utah, but I'm taking uh, UCLA. Uh, TCU versus Kansas.
0: I'm going to go with TCU. Max Duggan, good quarterback. I think Kansas will take their first loss of the year this this game. I'm taking Kansas.
1: I won't be mad if Kansas wins, though. That's for sure. I'm t- I'm, I'm I'm in the bandwagon. I love Quinn Johnston. You know that. Great receiver. Uh, but, yeah, I'm taking Kansas. Just keep that tr- uh, train going there. Uh, Texas State hosting App
0: State. Let's go App State. Should be an App State dub. Should be. Again, should be. Normally, these games don't really pan out how they're supposed to. I'm going with App State too. And the Wisconsin Northwestern.
1: Uh, I'm taking Wisconsin. I'll go with Wisconsin too. Uh, I'm thinking about going to the game since you know we're thirty minutes from the campus of uh, Northwestern. Hmm. So I'm I'm debating on it. Tickets like forty three bucks, so it's not bad. Not bad at all. Going to so, game.
0: Yeah, so those are kind of the big games that we'll go over. And then the last segment, we'll kind of just, like, keep track. Right now, we'll only do a top five. But we'll go over, like, our top five our top five picks if the draft was today. Um, mock draft type things. Just mm-hmm. technically our first thing on the podcast. Um, we'll usually end it with this. We'll kind of track it over time, see how – kind of get familiar with names and what teams need. So then off season, you can kind of already be familiar with it.
1: See, it'll be fun to see how much these teams change, too.
0: Oh, yeah, and, like, how – you know, they they always change on how how, how well teams are doing. Mm-hmm. It'll be kind of interesting. You know, like what if one of these teams is like a playoff team, or like a team that's like three and one right now falls to like the top five. You know what I mean? So yeah. it'll be interesting. Like the so, yeah. Eagles,
1: they're a playoff team, but they have a trade. They made a trade to tra- the Saints and have a top four pick of right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So Same. yeah. Alrighty, David. Texans get the first pick. If the draft was right now, who are they picking? Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Okay. I- they need
1: QB. I don't need a QB, but like you know. How about
0: let's let's both say who we got, and then we'll kind of discuss the reasoning. Okay. I have CJ Stroud. So right, I think wait. That, okay, okay. You have been saying Bryce Young's the top QB in this draft. What changed? So I think that injury, if the draft were right now, I think the injury would be okay. Which again, he should be fine. But again, like you know, his his biggest flaw is his size. He's like five eleven, mm-hmm. not even two hundred pounds. I'm not. This is nothing against Bryce Young, but I'm just saying, if the draft was right now, okay, after the injury, you know. He might, who knows the extent of this injury and if it gets injured again. I still think Bryce Young is a better quarterback than CJ okay, Stroud. Okay, so
1: we, we both have taken a QB regardless. Yeah, I just
0: think it's a safer pick at pick number one. At, right yeah, now. if
1: you pick number one, you're taking the QB. I like Davis Mills, but if you can have him on the bench with that small contract, it's perfect. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's kind of keeping you afloat, but a quarterback, I think Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are better than him. So, mm. all righty. Panthers, who you got?
1: They are taking Will Anderson Jr. I have them taking Bryce Young. Okay. Elaborate on the QB for them.
0: Um, You know, I think this is Baker Mayfield's last year in his rookie deal. We'll check with that. So you can let him go. I think this is also Sam Darnold's, one of his last years on contract. You do have Matt Corral um, coming off an injury. But, you know, if you have Bryce Young sitting there, and it's probably going to be a new head coach and a new GM, you know, why not start fresh? Um, You could get a, another lineman. But, you know, looking at it right now, you take the best player available, and that's Bryce Young, especially – below average quarterback play that you're getting right now so Let me hold you kind of, you got matt corral in this draft he's not a bad quarterback but you know bryce young former heisen winner he can get it done he's clutch so that's who
1: i'm taking on that pick why Why are you taking will anderson oh he's a top defensive player in the draft he's a top defensive player in the draft and you know just a beast yeah so.
0: Not too much to be said no. on that
1: one. Might he might win the highest
0: in this year if he keeps up what he's doing. Mm. All right, pick number three, the the Las Vegas Raiders. Who are we picking?
1: Oh, they are taking Miles Murphy. I, yeah. I was back and forth on this. I I
0: have Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from Ohio State. You know, their offensive line is their biggest flaw right now. You know, they tried to draft the tackle and Alex Leatherwood didn't really work out. I think you could fix a mistake here.
1: Can I disagree with you for a second? Why? Paris, Paris Johnson is not the top, uh, tackle, nor is he a top five pick.
0: I think, I think he is right now. Um, you know, his, he's, he's, he's a brick wall right now. I, he hasn't allowed a sack in over a year. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And uh, he's, you know, the defensive ends in the big 10 cause you know, offensive lines are usually what the big 10 is known for. So you mm-hmm. got to match fire with fire. You know, he, he had to deal with Aiden Hutchinson. A lot of, a lot of guys that are,
1: he is my second best tackle behind, uh, Pierce Karonsky.
0: I just I also think this is kind of a Raiders move, in my opinion.
1: Yeah.
0: Kind of not I'm not saying this is a reach, but like I feel like they'll draft a guy like Paris Johnson. So
1: like in the top five, if the guy is, you know, a top five talent, top ten even top ten, it's okay to reach to a point.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like again, it doesn't like it's not like he's not going to help the team out. It's just like, it's the question is, could you have done better? So that's kind of the biggest question. All right, Mm -hmm. Eagles, they traded last year with the Saints. Very complicated trade. They have a top five pick right now. Who do you have them picking?
1: I just kind of said his name, Peter Skronsky, tackle from Northwestern. If I do go to the end, I'm hoping to watch him play well. He's one of my favorite tackles in college football, by far the best. And I feel like, you know, they need a tackle, you know, in the next few years when Lane Johnson retires or – Wow.
0: So what I will have to say on why – this is who I have the Eagles picking right now. I think it's pretty obvious if he's on the board. If you don't take him, I would actually be mad. Will Anderson, Jr. from Alabama. The reason why I don't have the Raiders, Panthers, or Texans um, – you know, the Texans and Panthers both in quarterbacks. The Raiders, they have Chandler Jones and they have uh, Max Crosby, both to, like, contracts that are going to last a while. So that's why I don't mm. have them getting Will Anderson. I know that might seem, like, biased. <clears throat> and, yes, it kind of is a little bit. I want the Eagles to get Will Anderson – Um, if, if, if it's not going to be offensive lineman, I truly think we'll end up getting either Peter Skaronsky or Paris Johnson, some kind of offensive lineman, because, you know, we kind of have a luxury pick right now and, you know, taking top 10 talent on the offensive line is something that you can't do unless you like tank for it. So Will Anderson, you know, Brandon Graham might be his last year again. So we got Fletcher Cox's replacement and Jordan Davis last year, and we got Brandon Graham's replacement and Will Anderson. So I'd I'd be perfectly okay with this if the draft was right now. So
1: And the number five pick Pittsburgh Steelers, Steelers taking we got. Carter?
0: I had them taking Keeley Ringo. They, you know, they
1: need to fill that hole with stuff onto it and other than that D line. They mm-hmm. didn't really address that. So I think they're gonna Jalen Carter's top D tackle on the uh yeah. draft. I,
0: yeah, I think Keely Ringo adds to that secondary pick too. Yeah, and again he'll top five. You won't have to pay him that much. You know, that's a really expensive defense. They love picking defense. So, I...
1: Man, Kelly Ringo and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick on the same deep secondary. Oh, that
0: would be pretty... Man. He he would have a lot to learn. And, you know, I think that'd be, like, best-case scenario for him. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is just kind of, like, we're having a little fun with this. This isn't, like, 100% serious. We know this probably is going to change. We just are kind of... We're putting this on a Google sheet to document this um, going forward. It's going to kind of be fun looking back, maybe before the draft. Maybe the day of the draft we can look back and kind of go over this one. Um... So yeah, I did write the date on the, the bottom sheet. So, yeah, um this is kind of ends our little college football podcast. We plan to do this every week, just kind of have fun mm, with it. Once a week. Yeah, go over games in college football and then kind of relate it back to the NFL mm-hmm. and the, the NFL draft. So We yeah. both like college football too. And so we lo- we love the draft process too. It's one of the one of the best things known to mankind. So yeah. Um, any any last words before we end?
1: No. Just this is gonna be a nice draft class this year.
0: It should be. And you know
1: I see five QB going to go top first round.
0: Yeah, it could be crazy. So yeah, anyways, um this is the Across Line College Football Podcast. Signing out. My name is Liam Mickle.
1: I'm David Peters.
0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Across Line College Football Podcast. My name is Liam Mickle. I'm David Peters. And David, do you wanna kinda of describe the uh, the genesis of this podcast? You know?
1: So uh you know, we wanted a new way to tie in college football to our main podcast, and we've been talking for about a couple months now, right, about mm-hmm. wanting to start one? Yeah. And now, it's like, you know, we're halfway through the season. We know how the things are shaping up. So right now we're going to, you know, have more ways to talk college football, you know, what guys are going to be good in the draft, who are sleepers, and just tie it into the, you know the, you C- Yeah. Yeah, to the cross-line yeah, exactly. NFL podcast and just have some fun with it.
0: Absolutely. Can't can't can complain about talking about football. That's for
1: sure. So uh, starting off today, uh, the AP. We'll go with the top six. You know, I think that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Number one is Bama. Alabama. Number two is Georgia. Number three, Ohio State. Wide receiver, you. Number four, Michigan. Number five, Clemson. Number six, USC. Hmm. What are uh, any? What do you think of it? Any changes you want to make?
0: No, I think that's pretty fair. Um, you know, Georgia, um, escaping the upset against Missouri. Um, you know, a good win for them. A win's a win. Can't complain about it for Georgia. But you know, kind of the same thing happened to Alabama when they beat Texas. And I think Texas is better than Missouri. So you know, Alabama lost that spot after that. You know, I think I think it's only fair that Georgia loses. it. And again, it the the, the SEC championship will decide the one seed. Mm-hmm. It normally always does. So I mean, and Ohio State and Michigan. You know, they play each other this year. So that'll usually whoever wins that game is going to the playoffs. Yeah.
1: They'll be the Big Ten team in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't see Illinois or Iowa beating this team in that Big Ten championship. No, Illinois. How, making how, a run. how, how is Michigan State doing this year?
1: Oh, uh, not good. They're they're unranked now. Hmm. So you know, I'm looking at the, you know the top ten. Uh, who, who,
0: who are just who are the four teams that did make the top six?
1: Oklahoma State at ten, at seven, at seven. Okay. Tennessee at eight. Ole Miss at 9, and Penn State at 10.
0: Mm, Penn State did barely win against uh, Northwestern, 17-7.
1: Honestly, this top 12, it's like any of these teams could make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it's just going to come down to who's who's going to, like, normally there's, like, two teams from, like, each minus the SEC. There's, like, a couple ba- there's two Big 12 teams in there. So got, um, I don't know any other Pac-10 teams in the yeah, U.S.C. U-
1: Utah and Oregon are top 12. Okay. Oh. Uh, Kentucky, they're not gonna make it. You know, no, man, they'll, gonna, they'll they, lose to Bama yeah, they, they, and they, Georgia. No, they don't play Bama. They play Georgia this year. They're gonna lose to them. I like it should this. Should be top, a good game. I like though. this top six. I like. I will say. I like what uh, Lincoln Riley's bringing to USC this year.
0: Absolutely. Also, uh, was it Jordan Addison too?
1: Jordan Addison. Um, is he on
0: UCLA or USC? I forgot. Uh, Pitt. Is he? I, is he still on Pittsburgh?
1: No, he's at USC now.
0: Oh, okay. I thought he was at UCLA for some reason.
1: Oh, um, Gaggy You brought Caleb Williams with, mm-hmm. so they're building. Bro- they're brooding something down there. I like yeah, it.
0: I mean, we'll see who the, we'll see if they beat you know Oregon mm-hmm. and North. Like, I, it's weird. The Pac-12 and the big and the big Pac-10 and the Big 12 usually like the top dog usually loses to like a mediocre team in that conference. Yeah. like usually every year. So they usually beat each other up, so none of them make it to the playoffs.
1: USC and UCLA are going to bring something to the Big Ten in a few years though. Mm-hmm. Should be interesting. Or the Big 16, whatever you're gonna call it. Yeah,
0: huh? it's crazy. All right, moving on to the storylines. We got two big ones here.
1: Kansas is ranked in the top 25 from now. Uh, you know they're five and 0, number 19. That's hmm. huge for that program. So a program that's you know not it hasn't done you know significantly well the past few years since like
0: 2009. I remember wasn't weren't they like ranked number one at one point uh-huh. that year? That was probably one of the craziest years of college football like ever. Um, I think they won the Orange Bowl that year too. No,
1: it was no. They went five and seven.
0: Or there was one. It was either two thousand eight. It was somewhere in there. It was like the craziest college football season like ever, where they that. they were like number one. I know two thousand seven. Like, that's what it was. Won
1: twelve and one.
0: They lost to like West Virginia, but mm-hmm. they won the Orange Bowl.
1: Yeah, that was They lost to Missouri. No, so they lost to number three Missouri when they were number two. <clears throat> oh which is crazy, and they beat number uh, five Virginia Tech the next uh, – mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks later in the Orange Bowl. Yeah,
0: so good good the for them. Season. Also, you know, injury to Bryce Young against Arkansas, but, you know, looking at reports, I know A.J. McCarron on Twitter, um, he should be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of those injuries where, you know, the he should be good. You know, they give him a shot of whatever.
1: Regardless, it's, they're in the good hands with their backup QB.
0: Yeah, um Jalen Milrow is a good quarterback. They also got Ty Simpson who is the number three quarterback in the class of twenty twenty two. I don't think it's time for him. Um, truthfully, you know, I mean he was playing high school football not even a year ago. Yeah. So not not doubting doubting him or his abilities. You know, you don't want to have them play against going Georgia. Going from high school you know, to, to I, no, I mean, he was playing, SEC football. He, he's the number three quarterback for a reason. You know, State, Bryce, you know Bryce Young was at that point too. But. Going
1: SEC football, you know, as a, fra- as a true freshman, that's, that's <clears> tough. So,
0: yeah, something to look out for. Um, You know, me as an App State fan and David as a Wisconsin fan, we'll kind of go over how our teams are doing. David, do mm-hmm. you want to discuss how
1: Wisconsin's doing? Um, So they're off to, you know, a shaky start. Uh, You see this a lot every year with them. They get they get ranked super high to start the year. They'll beat some lesser opponents. So they'll, you know, demolish a team like or they'll barely hang in with a team like, you know, Illinois State and blow them out in the second half. They'll choke the to games like Washington State. Then they'll come back and beat teams like New Mexico State and then get blown out. Ohio State so Ohio State, and then somehow, by the grace of magic, lose to Illinois. And that costs Paul Christ his job after sixty-six and twenty-two. Alright, 66 and 27 record in seven uh bowl games in his eight years as head coach. Hmm. And Jim Leonard, one of the best defensive coordinators in the, in college football. I think you can agree with that. Uh guy who's been getting head coaching offers in the NFL and interviews at the most. Uh will be taking over the job as for the rest of the season and should get the nod next year. I did go over a couple guys who I do w- could see getting interviews. Uh, you know, Dan Mullen, uh, Matt Rule.
0: If he ends up getting fired,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which I mean, they're on the path. That thing, they so. they are.
1: So uh, David Rando, he's the former Badgers DC. So a couple guys like that, but hmm. I, I, it's going to be Leonard's job, honestly.
0: Yeah. Um, so. App State, you know, I didn't, I wasn't able to watch the game. You know, they handled Citadel forty nine nothing. You know, I mean, it's one of those games get you ready for Coastal Carolina and Georgia State. Um, you know, losing James Madison really killed your chances on like going somewhere this year. Uh, but you know, it's always fun watching App State play. Uh, they got Texas State this week, should be a good one. So yeah, all right, moving on sleeper guys in this year's draft class who's one guy that
1: you feel is going to be a sleeper in this draft class david i i don't want to you know stick my wisconsin biasness but keanu benton defensive tackle he he is very solid Hmm.
0: um and for me
1: i think it's going to be
0: jordan battle safety from alabama you know he he's obviously playing for alabama so it's hard to tell his true individual talent but you know it's He's been on that defense for a while. Um, he's definitely going to be kind of a late-round, first-round guy. You know, safety, not a very position that is drafted high anyways. But, you know, I feel like any team that's able to get him is going to get a stud who's seen a lot in the SEC. So,
1: so we, you know, go a bit deeper into him real quick. He's 6'4", uh, 3, 316, good size of a D-tackle, 10-inch uh, hands, wingspan of 83 inches. He, he's, he's solid. Hmm. Uh, you know, this website – Gave him a 82 out of 100 overall rating. So, hmm, okay,
0: yeah. And Jordan Battle, six one two oh six. I love Jordan Battle. Yeah, I mean he's it's so the eighth ranked DB in the in this upcoming draft class. You know, not just safeties but DBs.
1: Um, Do you call him a sleeper though?
0: Yeah, I like I said, it's it's. Safety is not a position that's drafted very high. No,
1: he saw that with like Jaquan Brisker so, last year. So like uh, he's probably he he's
0: probably going to be going to a team that's like already set in like their team. So he's probably going to be going, and he might be able to make an impact that might help a team win a playoff game or something. Yeah, so he that's kind be of a second round pick. He's going to be probably like late first, early second. Yeah. So that that's why he's kind of a sleeper. Obviously, probably people know his name, but you know I'm just saying like in the in terms of the actual draft. So yeah, let's go over a couple of the games. Um you know we'll, we'll go over each top 5, top 6 teams game, top 4 games and then games that are both ranked opponents
1: and our favorite teams.
0: So yeah, um Bama playing Texas A&M, yep, Texas A&M. You know, they they've they've fallen out of the the top 25, you know, I think they're 2 and 2 right now. Um I think this should be an easy not an easy, but this should be a win for Bama in my opinion. I think David's going with that too. Yep. Also, you got to – this should be a closer game than, like, what people are thinking. You know, I think Texas A&M, you know, lose to App State, and then you're playing the best team in the country right now. Um, but you got to understand, there was a lot of beef in the offseason with this with these two programs. Um, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban kind of going back and forth at each other. So I think Nick Saban got, like, fined for what he said. You know, how Texas A&M bought their program or bought yeah. their – which I, I think is kind of funny considering, you know, Bama kind of does the same thing. You know, all, all the yeah. programs do the same thing. But, you know, it's just a team that you play every year, so you can kind of criticize them. Um, Auburn versus Georgia, who you got in this one?
1: Uh, I put Georgia. It's going to be a very close game, mm. especially after, you know, you don't think so?
0: Nah, Georgia Georgia will come back and win this game pretty easily.
1: We'll see. This will be a good I'm off work on Saturday, so I can actually enjoy college games for once. So, I'll spend my entire weekend watching football.
0: (laughs) Gotta watch T.I.U. Trojans, huh? I'll be there. Oh, I'll be watching the game. I won't be. I was about to say it's in. It's in out of town game. So yeah. All right, moving on. Um, Ohio State, Michigan State should be an easy Ohio State dub. Yeah. Next game, Michigan versus Indiana again should be a Michigan dub. Not really too much to go over. Um, These
1: these top four games
0: at least. Tennessee, LSU, both top twenty-five opponents. I'm gonna
1: go with LSU on this one. I honestly, I'm joining you. I was debating back and forth, but I really like LSU this year. Uh, Brian Kelly's—they're not performing well, but they're not bad. No, they're just
0: kind of mid in the SEC, which is pretty good. But you know, um, I don't think Tennessee. You know, their quarterback play is pretty good. I forgot his first name, last name Hooker. I know that. I. I saw his stats. You know, he's doing really well. I think he's the best-ranked quarterback in the SEC right now. But, you know, I just think LSU is a much better team. And, you know, Tennessee is normally not Isn't this good. Isn't it Yeah. Normally, Tennessee is not this good. So, this is kind of like uncharted waters for mm-hmm. this team. So, I, I think the bright, the lights will get a little too big for them.
1: Uh, moving on to number 11, Utah at number 18, UCLA. I'm right. going to take UCLA. I'm going to take Utah. I I'm, I like Utah, but I'm taking uh, UCLA. uh TCU versus Kansas
0: I'm going to go with TCU Max Duggan good quarterback I think Kansas will take their first loss of the year this this game I'm taking Kansas
1: I won't be mad if Kansas wins though that's for sure I'm t- I'm i in the bandwagon I love Quentin Johnston you know that great receiver uh but yeah I'm taking Kansas Just keep the tr- uh, train going there uh, Te- Texas State hosting App State.
0: Let's go to App State. Should be an App State dub. Should be. Again, should be. Normally, these games don't really pan out how they're supposed to. I'm going with App State too. And the Wisconsin Northwestern.
1: Uh, I'm taking Wisconsin. I'll go with Wisconsin too. Uh, I'm thinking about going to the game since you know we're th- thirty minutes from the campus of uh, Northwestern. Hmm. So I'm I'm debating on it. Tickets like forty three bucks, so it's not bad. Not bad at all. Going to so, a game.
0: Yeah, so those are kind of the big games that we'll go over, and then the last segment we'll kind of just like keep track. Right now we'll only do a top five, but we'll go over like our top five, our top five picks if the draft was today, um, mock draft type things. Just mm-hmm. technically our first thing on the podcast. Um, we'll usually end it with this. We'll kind of track it over time, see how kind of get familiar with names and what teams need. So then off season, you can kind of already be familiar with it.
1: See, it'll be fun to see how much these teams change too.
0: Oh yeah, and like how. You know, they they always change on how how, how well teams are doing. Mm-hmm. It'll be kind of interesting. You know, like what if one of these teams is like a playoff team, or like a team that's like three and one right now falls to like the top five. You know what I mean? So yeah. it'll be interesting. Like the so, yeah. Eagles,
1: they're a playoff team, but they have a trade. They made a trade to tra- the Saints and have a top four pick as right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So Same. yeah. All righty, David. Texans get the first pick. If the draft was right now, who are they picking? Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Okay. They need a
1: QB. I don't need a QB, but, like, you know. I'm about got, let's,
0: let's both say who we got, and then we'll kind of discuss the reasoning. Okay. I have C.J. Stroud. So, right, I think. Wait, that, okay.
1: Okay, you've been saying Bryce Young's the top QB in this draft. What
0: changed? So, I think that injury, if the draft were right now, I think the injury would be. Okay. Which, again, he should be fine. But, again, like, you know, his, his biggest flaw is his size. He's, like, 5'11", mm-hmm. not even 200 pounds. I'm not, this is nothing against Bryce Young, but I'm just saying if the draft was right now. Okay. After the injury, you know. He might – who knows the extent of this injury and if it gets injured again. I still think Bryce Young is a better quarterback than C.J. Stroud. Okay, so we,
1: we both have taken a QB regardless. Yeah, I just
0: think it's a safer pick at pick number one right Yeah, now. if
1: you pick number one, you're taking a QB. I like Davis Mills, but if you can have him on the bench with that small contract, it's perfect. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's kind of keeping you afloat, but a quarterback – I think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are better than him. So, mm. alrighty, Panthers, who you got?
1: They are taking Will Anderson, Jr. I have them taking Bryce Young. okay. Elaborate on the QB for them. Um,
0: You know, I think this is Baker Mayfield's last year in his rookie deal. We'll check with that. So you can let him go. I think this is also Sam Darnold's one of his last years on contract. You do have Matt Corral um, coming off an injury. But, you know, if you have Bryce Young sitting there, and it's probably going to be a new head coach and a new GM, you know, why not start fresh? Um, You could get another lineman. But, you know, looking at it right now, you take the best player available, and that's Bryce Young, especially – below average quarterback play that you're getting right now so Let me one, seven, you kind you got matt corral in this draft he's not a bad quarterback but you know bryce young former heisen winner he can get it done he's clutch so that's who i'm
1: taking on that pick why Why are you taking will anderson oh he's a top defensive player in the draft he's a top defensive player in the draft and you know just a beast yeah so. Not too much to be said no. on that one. Might he might win the Heisman in this
0: year if he keeps up what he's doing. Mm. All right, pick number three, the the Las Vegas Raiders. Who are we picking?
1: Oh, they are taking Miles Murphy. I, I was back and forth on this. I I
0: have Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from Ohio State. You know, their offensive line is their biggest flaw right now. You know, they tried to draft the tackle and Alex Leatherwood didn't really work out. I think you could fix a mistake here.
1: Can I disagree with you for a second? Why? Paris Paris Johnson is not the top uh, tackle, nor is he a top five pick.
0: I think I think he is right now. Um, You know his he's 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 a brick wall right now. He hasn't allowed a sack in over a year. It's Mm -hmm. crazy, and Uh, he's you know the defensive ends in the Big Ten because you know offensive lines are usually what the Big Ten is known for. So you mm got to match fire with fire. You know he he had to deal with Aiden Hutchinson, a lot of a lot of guys that are.
1: He is my second best tackle behind. Pierce Kiransky.
0: I just I also think this is kind of a Raiders move, in my opinion. Yeah. Kind of not I'm not saying this is a reach, but like I feel like they'll draft a guy like Paris Johnson. So like
1: in a top five, if the guy is, you know, a top five talent, top even top ten, it's okay to reach to a point.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like again, it doesn't like it's not like he's not going to help the team out. It's no. just like, yeah. it's the question is, could you have done better? So that's kind of the biggest question. All right, mm-hmm. Eagles, they traded last year with the Saints. Very complicated trade. They have a top five pick right now. Who do you have them picking?
1: I just kind of said his name, Peter Skronsky, tackle from Northwestern. I, if I do go to the end, I'm hoping to watch him play well. He's one of my favorite tackles in college football, by far the best. And I feel like, you know, they need a tackle, you know, in the next few years when Lane Johnson retires or – Wow.
0: So what I will have to say on why – this is who I have the Eagles picking right now. I think it's pretty obvious if he's on the board. If you don't take him, I would actually be mad. Will Anderson, Jr. from Alabama. The reason why I don't have the Raiders, Panthers, or Texans um, – you know, the Texans and Panthers both in quarterbacks. The Raiders, they have Chandler Jones and they have uh, Max Crosby, both to, like, contracts that are going to last a while. So that's why I don't mm-hmm. have them getting Will Anderson. I know that might seem, like, biased. <clears throat> and, yes, it kind of is a little bit. I want the Eagles to get Will Anderson – um, if, if if it's not going to be offensive lineman, I truly think we'll end up getting either Peter Skaranski or Paris Johnson, some kind of offensive lineman because, you know, we kind of have a luxury pick right now. And, you know, taking top 10 talent on the offensive line is something that you can't do unless you, like, tank for it. So Will Anderson, you know, Brandon Graham might be his last year. Again, so we got Fletcher Cox's replacement and Jordan Davis last year, and we got Brandon Graham's replacement and Will Anderson. So I'd I'd be perfectly okay with this if the draft was right now. So,
1: and the number five pick, Pittsburgh Steelers, who they got. Carter.
0: I had them taking Keeley Ringo.
1: They, you know, they need to fill that hole with stuff onto it, and uh, the line they mm-hmm. didn't really address that. So I think they're in Jalen Carter's top D tackle in the uh, yeah. draft. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think Keely Ringo adds to that secondary. And pick too. Yeah, and again, he'll top five. You won't have to pay him that much. You know, that's a really expensive defense. They love picking defense. So, I...
1: Man, Kelly Ringo and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick on the same deep secondary. It oh,
0: would be pretty... He, he would have a lot to learn. And, you know, I think that'd be, like, best-case scenario for him. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is just kind of, like, we're having a little fun with this. This isn't, like, 100% serious. We know this probably is going to change. We just are kind of... We're putting this on a Google sheet to document this um, going forward. It's going to kind of be fun looking back, maybe before the draft. Maybe the day of the draft, we can look back and kind of go over this one. Um... So yeah, I did write the date on the, the bottom sheet. So, yeah, um this is kind of ends our little college football podcast. We plan to do this every week, just kind of have fun mm, with it. Once a week. Yeah, go over games in college football and then kind of relate it back to the NFL mm-hmm. and the, the NFL draft. So, We yeah. both like college football too. And so we love we love the draft process too. It's one of the one of the best things known to mankind. So, yeah. Um any any last words before we end?
1: No. Just this is going to be tonight's nice draft class this year.
0: It should be. And, you know.
1: I see five QBs going to go top first round.
0: Yeah, it could be crazy. So, yeah, anyways, um, this is the Across Line College Football Podcast. Signing out. My name is Lee Mickle.
1: I'm David Peters.